but I think there's too much reverence and there needs to be a lot more irreverence to Shakespeare so that so that it's accessible, it's exciting, it's what I just described, it's yeah. sexy, it's violent, it's, you know, passionate, it's gross, whereas now it's just reverential. Hello everyone and welcome to Chai with Rai, a life and culture podcast diving into the mindset and business of being a creative. I am your host Rai and each week I bring you a guest or a fruitful message or something delicious from the creative industry or while sipping and spilling some hot chai. Now if you haven't done so, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. If you love this podcast and are listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible or wherever you are streaming your podcast from, if you could do me a kind favor and make sure to rate the podcast down below and share it on your stories on social and spread the word it organically grows the show and connects us with listeners who haven't tuned in before and overall as i always say it just shares the love also if you haven't done so already you can now become a patron aka a supporter of chai with rye by signing up on patreon for five pounds or as i love saying it in this accent five dollars and fifty cents each month your subscription will help support the show but also get you exclusive behind the scene footages and some extra juicing things i'll put the link for that as well as all of the other information in the description of the episode so make sure to check that out but without any further ado let's warm up our cuppers let me know what you're sipping on as you listen to this episode and let's dive into the last and final part with actor tibu fortes Out of all of the work that you've done, which I think I asked you this, but I have to ask you, if there was a role, a character or a project that you would want to do now with all of your lived experiences and everything where your headspace is at, which one would it be? What would you do to that project or that character or that role if you went back to it? And if there was an extension of it, what would you like for it to be added into that? Uh, Nothing. I... I, I think I'm really good at letting things go. Yeah. And I'm like, that was it. That was its time. It was great. Uh, sometimes actors struggle because it's comfortable. It's something you know. And I'm like, no, bring on the next one. Yeah. Although, now, having just said that, my first job was based on Shakespeare's sonnets. And it was this incredibly physical theatre piece. I saw. Um, that we, like broke each you know there was real slaps real there was a real knife on stage which our clothes were ripped open by this dark lady it was incredibly physical I would do that again in a heartbeat um, because it was just the most exhilarating dangerous sexy life-affirming violent (laughs) Um, Uh, title of episode sexy violent Yeah, bring it on. Yeah, that's going to be the top. Um, what would you bring to it now? Intrigued to know then. Yeah, a, a darker maturity to the character because the character at the time was sort of a, you know, like he was the poet. The sonnets have three characters, a lovely boy, the dark lady and the poet. And I played the poet. And the story was that me and the dark lady are in a long, long relationship. We despise each other and we bring people into our relationship as a third but mm. destroy them completely and so I think I would I would bring intense maturity to the role that I didn't have 10 years ago offshoot question do you love Shakespeare or not really I, I think it depends how it's done I I, I, I don't want to watch Shakespeare I, I, no, I, to I, be in 
yeah, I love being in it, but that's yeah. stupid. Right? You're like, and you wouldn't want to go and watch it because it's so boring. I love um, watching and yeah, being in it. Yeah. Be in. So yeah, I'd want to be in it, but I think there's too much reverence and there needs to be a lot more irreverence to Shakespeare so that, so that it's accessible. It's exciting. It's what I just described. It's yeah. sexy. It's violent. It's, you know, passionate. It's gross. Whereas now it's just reverential and that's boring. I think there's interesting takes that they're doing. Um, what is it on Sky Arts that they're doing um, filmed versions of it? There's, there's interesting qualities that they're doing of yeah. it. <sighs> what made you get into a co-op? Um, so and... someone from co-op came to see a play that I was in. This is not cooperative, were... by the way, The the just to let people know. <laughs> yeah, not the supermarket. No. Uh, a co-op is a group of actors who work as each other's agent. And at the time I, I poo-pooed it. I was like, oh God, that sounds awful. <laughs> I'm too good for that. Um, and then after probably a year, I was like, oh, actually I, I'm not working. Um, so I need to get, so I applied and I got in and it changed my life. It has given me the entitlement that I have now in the industry. Um, it has given me a business sense of how things work. That's why I don't care as much because I now know what happens in the background. Nothing is to do with how good you are or any of this. There's so much at play in terms of negotiations, always asking for more money. Yeah, it. and I didn't stop working when I was at the co-op. It, it took me to the level where I was at and then I wanted more. And I was like, for the next stage, I need, I need to let go. But it's a safe, supportive cocoon of actors of all ages, all backgrounds, and you learn about the industry and other people. But you have to want to want to work for other actors. Like if you're just all about yourself, you won't survive a co-op. Yeah. I, I, I in my understanding of co-op, I it's interesting because Gularana, I reached out to Gularana to mentor me. Um, and I, she was like, okay, we'll work on some stuff. And then she, uh, we were talking about an agent because I didn't have an agent at the time. And she was like, well, Tibu, who just did Coconut, um, he has a co-op and he's gone on to do wonderful things. And I was like, she was like, I was approached by this co-op. I'll send them to you. And from having conversations with different co-ops, there's parameters around percentages. You can't like... A, submit yourself you have like other people have to submit you and then there's also the work ethic of like how many how much the others will do for you as you will do for them so yeah. I'm intrigued to know just narrowing down the questions to a very lull is like what three lessons you learn about the business that can be like a technical thing in terms of like even emailing submissions and things like that um, between the yeah. client and the agent relationships as well as building the momentum to be in that loop yeah so I guess technically you know like things like commercials work very differently you submit loads of people but you have to be specific the whole thing about our co-op was we don't just click everyone's names it's you know you if, if a casting director is specific then we're specific if they're generic then you get generic um, things back uh, and in terms of tv and film it you know your credits matter a lot uh recent credits the more recent the better what roles you've played show reels sometimes you might call up a casting director and say this is who they're looking for and you've just as basically described Raymo. you know this is this is him you've you've got to call him in and they'll listen to you 
Um, so it's it's like they're not scary, awful dragons, as long as you are doing a good job. Yeah. And what was the next bit? Second one was about I'm interested to know because you have Becky at Hatch, which is like how much of your knowledge of that has transferred over to this and how much you want to take over sometimes and just be like Burr. I think because I was with the co-op for seven eight years it is and now I've been with Becky two years and I that was a fear was that I will want to be involved and I will want to see what I've been submitted for all that but she's just so fucking good she's she she's really like a personal manager rather than an agent and so from our first meeting and that helped me in good stead because I was like look I haven't been seen by these people this is the kind of work I want to be seen she took that all on board within the first few weeks I was seen by the people who hadn't seen me which was just amazing and I'm I'm getting a lot of auditions from her and in terms of contract negotiations and all that I'm pretty aloof like you know she might say, oh, this is what they've offered. And I'm like, get that is awful. And so she will do, you know, the negotiations. Yeah. But I, it's so good to be an actor, to be an artist and not do that side, but equally have an understanding of how that side works, right? So if if something comes in and, and I don't want to do it, it's, you know, the fear of some actors is like, God, if I say no to this, will they ever call me in again? And you're like, yeah, they will. So you yeah. can say no. If you didn't have the the credits and the the amount of experience from the industry, do you think you would be where you're at today? And what I'm very much interested, I know you touched on this, like there came a stage where you were like, I need an agent to take over. What was yeah. that for you? Was it a project? Was it a sense? Was it you've done yeah. enough now? <laughs> this is, I don't know how to say this with humility. <laughs> I knew I was the shit and I needed a fucking name. It it just, at one point, there was three or four projects on at the same time. And it was, I was like so in demand, but in the co-op, in this co-op, each project you get an agent, a different one. You'd ask someone, you'd be like, can you agent me on this one, be my lead agent? So at one point I have four or five different agents on, on different projects. And I had to be the go in between, be like, no, no, I'm doing this then and, and I can't do that. Can you ask on this? So basically you end up being your own agent through five other people rather than one person, Becky, doing managing all these five projects and you not being involved. So the stress levels, you're like up here and you're unable to to be an actor. And so that's when I was like, I I I, I need to leave. Yeah, and also it was just getting too much. It was just like most socialist things sometimes it just doesn't work and if you didn't have the the stuff that you have now would you have stage do you think yeah and they were amazing you know they they i wouldn't have the credits i have now if i was with a normal agent it's because of them that i made money from acting and was able to just do acting and nothing else and it's because of them so yeah i i yeah I have seen the appeal of co-ops and I, I, I have suggested it to people, but I was like, I think because there's so many offshoot things that sometimes now creatives are end up doing like one man shows or producing, directing, or like, like we said, content creating or things like that. I think it's a, I don't know if the motto of it is as appealing sometimes. Yeah. I think it's about time as well. You need to have yeah. time to be in a co-op and patience and nerve. Um, You know, there's a, 
weekly office day that you have to do, a monthly meeting, uh, you have to navigate different relationships, you basically have to be an agent, right? And But in return, you get this comfort blanket of 18 other actors telling you, wow, you're amazing, that self-tape was so good, even though you didn't get it, that was amazing. But luckily I have that with my agent now. But if you are starting out, it's the best place to be. And, and you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, if things go badly, I would always go back to to a co-op rather than, yeah. Do you want to expand into anything else or you like the comfortability of, yeah, because I know so many actors now that have gone into producing or having production companies that they can like license scripts and be the middle person to facilitate things would you want to do that or you feel like I think I'd, I I'm not sure about that side because it's not to me it's not sexy but, but... I get like, it the whole too much background stuff put you're me like, in front. I just want to se- I just want to be sexy and that's it I want the glory um so but in terms of that I would I've always 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 wanted to direct and I have directed a little bit and I and I in time would like to allow myself space to direct I I think that would open up a whole new me and world sex in terms of power right no it's fine I get it I get it sex sells for you sex is everything high status sex power access that's it that's you Tibu 2024 yeah yes yeah more more is more is not enough no more yeah all right this is a rapid round so these are going to be deep questions but um you go for it i am obsessed with financial literacy and i feel like a lot of creatives don't get given the tools of financial literacy so i'm interested to know do you have a tool or a tip on being financially savvy whilst navigating through the industry in whatever point you are. So that can be like savings in terms of NSNI bonds, um, 10% of your savings go here for like tax or whatever reason. So yeah, interested to know if you have a take of that to give. Uh, savings accounts right now are great. You know, the interest rate is really good. Um, I'm getting a nice return on some savings that I'm now spending into building. But, you know, I also used to rent my spare room on Airbnb to get a bit more cash to make myself available not having to have an, a normal job so that helped any any for somebody who's starting out though let's let's start yeah who can't rent out their own place and are actually struggling to rent themselves <laughs> oh god i don't know uh, i don't know tibby's too rich for that sorry no <laughs> tibby's too dumb for that <laughs> Okay, I can move on to the next question. Um, your favorite thing about either yourself or the creative person that you are and something that you feel like is a challenge, but you're working on? I think I'm curious of other people and their lives. And I need to work on being less judgmental. I think you would like to impart on somebody, but you never got told about life, career, food. Is that nothing matters. Nothing is important. Stop thinking this is the most important thing in the world. It's actually the least. Interested to know, since you were a casting director, um, and I'm bringing this question back, how much of role specificity works for what you're doing? So, for example, I used to ask this question, if, because we see this a lot in, like, global majority roles or, like, identity roles, they kind of get mushed. So you could be 
Tanzanian and playing a Gujarati role. You could be you could be Gujarati, but playing a Muslim role. How much of the authenticity and the specificity works for the project that you're doing? Do you need to be of that elk? Should casting directors, should agents be more specific in that? Or does it just need to echo in the behind the scenes? I think that's the new frontier is crew, like how how comfortable actors feel on set with people who look like them. And I've been on sets where, you know, say the director is a black woman and subsequently a lot of the crew are pretty mixed and open. And suddenly the vibe in, in my body and my mind is so liberating and it's like fluid and it's, you know, it's wonderful and it's creative and and it's it's also having that ability to take that on on a, on a not that set because often they're not uh, and in terms of authenticity of parts that is a really tough one and I've battled that with myself you know like say me playing other heritages just because I'm brown are we all the same but then you know say you apply that to a white character and say they're playing Irish but they're not Irish but that seems to be okay right so it's yeah I mean it's 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 tough navigating that I think for parts that wouldn't normally go to someone so oppressed people or, or you know specific people and then you give that part to someone who hasn't had that experience say like trans characters right and the whole debate is like why are why are people like Eddie Redmayne or whoever playing trans parts when trans actors are not getting those roles or getting seen for that so I think if until we're in a level playing field authenticity matters but we're not yeah so yes I think it does matter wow. and, and would I, I guess another thing is like would I turn down a part that's a question I, I haven't had to ask myself would I turn down a part if I was offered it and they were like Tibu this person is from <laughs> and you're not um I don't know I don't know yeah I don't know what the right places i also think it matters where you're at in your career because in the start you're so hungry you're yeah so hungry yeah and... but you know i think the hunger never goes right so say say it was an amazing part and um yeah don't i don't know. know i don't know oh yeah. okay a tip on agency approach from your perspective or emailing for jobs um that yeah. you would like to impart on somebody so when you're writing this is one tip when you're writing to agents don't use the word representation. Trigger, trigger PTSD. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really because, you know, sometimes agents will have a filter and because they, they just get so many emails a day and it's like, hello, I'm looking for an agent to represent me. Delete. So, and also being in the co-op, you're just like, you need someone who's business savvy, who's like on it. So in the title, I would put useful casting things that, that so say you, it was a project. So say for mine, I put... Shetland Indian high status <laughs> so that they're like oh who, who's this I want to find out who this guy is uh, and then in the in the email make it short don't say hello I hope your day's fine isn't the weather lovely like god no it's irritating say don't say hi my name is so-and-so you know just get to the point at the end make sure you 
make it specific to the agent so it's like you know i see you represent so and so and i love raymond's work and i this is something i'm really keen to to move into and so i see you represent him and that made me apply to you so that you know that it's not a generic email that's been sent to every everyone we used to get so many generic emails at actors alliance and you're like you don't even know we're a co-op and yeah. it's just because we were a at the top <laughs> everyone messaging you so make it specific make it short and know what you're selling as a product so know your product nice three things about the creative culture that could do with or without yeah stop working with old white people as in like like you know old old famous white people they've had their time move on would love to work with you patrick stewart i would make love to you i'd be naked for you I'd love you. <laughs> okay, well, you can have him. Um, we'll have him. No, you know, you know what I mean. It's like the same yeah. old bloody names. Like, be, be different. Spotlight, you know. Like, what do a, without. Yeah, without. What a conglomerate, corporate, awful thing where we have to enslave ourselves to. And I don't know. Okay, fine. Uh, uh, Jesus, it could do with Jesus. I love Jesus. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't say Jesus. I said producers. <laughs> oh, it could do without producers or more producers. Yeah, without. Okay, three artists. No, I didn't mean that. I don't mean that. We need producers there. No, it's okay. Tibu's career is going down apparently because producers are the one who create the project. So I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> <laughs> without them, there'll be nothing. Um, oh, I know. I know. Government, government involvement. Get rid of that. Just give us money. Give us loads of money and shut up about the rest. Three artists whose work you really admire or their journey and would like to suggest them in checking out their work or their journey. No, I, don't, I can't think of that. <laughs> no one else, just Tipu. Sorry. Um, if you looked in the mirror right now, what words of wisdom would you give to yourself? You are caring. You are wise. You are valued. You are talented. You are worthy. Oh, all right. This is the game section. It's called Sip a Chai or Play with Right. First thing that comes into your head. If you were a movie, what would the original title of that movie be? First thing that comes into your head. Sexy Babes. Sexy Babes. Give me the IMDb logline that goes on Sexy Babes in 4321. A hungry world that needs love. <laughs> Through Sexy Babes. Um, Give me three actors that would star in it. Go. Tibu Fortes, Pamela Anderson, and Rithik Roshan. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Um, give me, if you were a drink, what drink would you be? Kombucha. If you were a food, what cuisine and dish would you be? Like some, probably something vegan, but like pretending to be meat. Are you vegs? No. Ah, okay. If you were a dessert, what would you be? Chocolate gato. Clothing item. Pants. Flower or plant in which type? A eucalyptus. Oh, it's going to be like because of that space because they give out eucalyptus scented towels. Um, okay. Yeah, they've got freezers. Yeah, or Equinox, do they? I can't remember which or one. Maybe Equinox, not third space. No, third space do give. Is it lavender scented, maybe? No, my towels are not scented. Which one do you go to? Third space. But which one? Like Soho, Canary Wharf. No, the city ones are. So I've been to the one in Broadgate, Moorgate, London Bridge. Those ones are scented because I've used those towels. Wow. Okay. Yeah. We also gotta, we'll talk steam room action after. Um, have you ever hooked up with a fellow artiste or admirer? Yes, yes. or no? 
Uh, yes. Flirted to get ahead. Yes. Joined the Mile High Club or done anything intimate public? No to the first one. Probably yes to the second. Peed while swimming? In the sea, yes. Forgotten well, words. Never in the pool. That's wrong. Wrong. Don't do it. It's not sexy. Forgotten words and made it up on the spot. Oh, yes. In this play, it happened a lot. Yeah. How did that confuse you? I don't know. <laughs> Have you oh, ever you were telling me tell me forgotten words from the English language? Oh, got it. Got they're it. forgotten. Your mind would love yeah. to be in it for a day. Have you ever eaten within a couple of seconds of something dropping on the floor or in the bin? Yes. Okay. Yes. You have to pick between the next two segments because we can only do one. So the section is what would you rather? And I'll give you two categories and you pick one. Or best and worst slash most overrated and underrated. Which one? What would you rather? Okay. What would you rather? Cookies or cake? Cake. Rich or fame? Fame. Win lots of awards or win lots of money? Money. Netflix or Prime? Netflix. Fairy tale slash mythological stories or real life stories? Mythological. World peace or equality? Equality. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Jalebi or gulab jamun? Gulab jamun. Um, Maggie noodles? Or I don't know why I thought you were Gujarati, so I put Rotli and Shark. I mean, yeah, Rotli and Shark. And last, dal or dal? Dal. Okay. Dal. Some people say lentils and dal. Um, can you imp- in it? Um, can you improv though? Is the next section two games? All right. I'm gonna give you three words. Okay. You can either sell me, and I have basically, let's say, I'm a commissioner. I'm going to commission you, but you have to sell it to me. So you can either. Sell me a monologue, a 30-second monologue, or a pitch of 30 seconds, which is going to be a film or a series. But you have to include these three words in it. What would you like to do? A monologue, film, or series? Or a play? Monologue, I think. Okay, cool. Your three words are, in Swahili, the only word I know is, was it Asante? Asante? Yeah. And then pot, and then guava. All right, I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock, and your time starts now go i really want to say that um i've struggled with how you clean the pot um it's it's often stained when whenever you're cooking and sometimes i i I try to respond to the way you you clean that pot but the other day you you were chomping down on a guava and using one hand to clean the pot and and i just thought this like it just represents so much about what we're going through in life. And I want to say Asante, but yeah. no thanks. <laughs> well done. All right. This next section I'm going to have fun with. I have here. Oh. I am going to It's so through. cool to see that in the National Theatre Bookshop every I time. I know. This is basically, this was my reconnect to South Asian theatre. Um, Did you ever see it? No, I never saw it. But we have parallels because I have played you. I wanted to um, do some scenes for my showreel. So I was like, Lorana, is it okay if I do some scenes? And then I've been also oh. trying to pitch it as a TV series. So I have oh, two scenes you send that to me. No, because it's weird. I yes, mean, they're, come on. They're online. Yeah, so we have parallels. I do want to watch it's it. It's really popular. Glorana said in Norway or some Scandinavian country. And they oh, love really? it. It's it's yeah. a, I will say it's a really nice play. I did have to update some references because they didn't make sense, but I <laughs> I I have them and I do want to pitch it as a TV series and I think she's trying to as well. 
Oh God, that that's a project I'd go back to. Uh, no, apparently you won't. Sorry, because you said no. So there you go. All right, I am hey, TV. Come on, that's different. <laughs> All right, I'm going to flick, and hopefully your character will come up. And what is going to happen is, I'm going to stop, and hopefully you'll remember your lines. No way, no chance. I will be playing Rumi. You'll be playing Riz as per usual. All right. Are you I ready? You will remember this because this is scene one. I've stopped at scene one. This is the first scene. All right. This is in the bedroom when she's getting ready and they're pretending to be on the on the date. I'll feed a couple of lines in. Okay. All right. We'll go from Rumi's line where uh, you have just said, and what does Rizza do? He works in HR. And then Rumi says, that's not very dissy, <laughs> is it? Riz says, no. Rumi says, got to be a doctor, lawyer or engineer, holy trinity of brown people professions. Riz says, well, Riz isn't. He's a coconut too. Go on, introduce yourself. To who? Rizza. Rumi, like the poet. Yes, just like him. You say, it's one word. Pretend you're on a date. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What do you do? I'm a food blogger. Okay. <laughs> it's not good. This is really cruel. None of it is that your lines were, yeah, just like him, pretty. And then what do you do? I'm a food blogger. No way, that's awesome. Do you go to any fancy places? I, I mean, even you saying that has not brought it back. Well, the next one is I'm going to share my screen. You'll probably pop up. So do um okay. do just go with it. It's just your nudes. You're fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty out there. All right, I mean to play. And then oh, I'll no. press pause, and then you have to finish the lines. Ready? Son mentioned no. when we spoke on the phone, but um, Clint's heart stopped working multiple times. We managed to successfully resuscitate him. Uh, but unfortunately, he died. Give me one more line. Uh, and I'm really sorry for your loss. All right, let's see. Get his heart working again. However, upon that, he started to bleed very heavily from his mouth, nose and ear. Might I just say, having now seen a couple of your things, you have this thing where it's nice to get to know you. <laughs> Hi, um, I'm delivering bad news, but I just want to know I'm here if you need anything. And I want you to know that you matter. Exactly. This is me. That's caring, it. right? Got it. Got it. Well, your last two questions are, and then you're done. I'm obsessed with joy. Uh, no, wait, we'll do the rant first. Everybody loves a rant. Um, You love a rant. I love a rant. You get to rant for 30 seconds about anything and everything. No. But no, I, you no. must include the words, what the chai. So have you got something to rant about? Apparently not. Uh, think of something. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Okay. This is Mr. Fortes. What the chai? Go. I don't like when um, people start explaining your experiences of certain things. So say, let's say it's racism and uh, you're talking about whatever, some prejudice, prejudiced event and some somebody stops, steps in, often a white person, and decides to explain your experience for you. And I'm just like, what the chai are you talking about? explaining my experiences don't mansplain basically don't yeah. mansplain fab um we're gonna combat that with a thing that i'm obsessed with which is joyfulness i'm obsessed with joyfulness and finding that within yourself and for other people so my question to you is this what is one thing you do for yourself that makes you feel joyful 
other than pleasuring yourself. Um, and what's one thing? <laughs> what's one thing you do for others other than pleasuring them that you do for them? Yeah, um, it can be that. That's the one thing that really calls out to you. I love going to a fancy cake place and buying two slices of the big cakes, going home and watching Bob's Burgers or Family Guy or whatever, and eating the cake and watching that. That's extreme pleasure for me. And what do I do for others? I empower people through affirmations that they don't know, didn't know they need. Well, everyone, that brings us to the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed that. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe so you never miss out. And don't forget to rate and comment on whichever platform you're listening this episode on. You can also become a patron and a supporter of the show by subscribing for as small as £5 or as I love saying, $5.50 on Patreon. I will put the information of the artist on the episode and any of the links in the description of this episode, so make sure to check that out. But as of now, I will leave you as I always do. Breathe in and breathe out. <sighs> now I must go, which means now I must go. That is copyrighted and I will sue. <laughs> Until next time, stay curious. <laughs>